Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. my friend. Welcome to a surprise bonus episode of The Power Within Her. So today is March 29th and it is a Wednesday. I never ever ever release episodes on Wednesdays but I absolutely had to today because it is March 29th. It's the first year anniversary of my very first book The Power Within Her Guide to Journaling and I just needed to do an episode of the podcast on the actual anniversary of the book because uh it's my first book it's my baby and I just I just want to celebrate it and I want to celebrate it with you so to celebrate I am going to read a section of the book from chapter two it's all about independent ways to journal and I'm going to read method number seven which is all about affirmations it's one of my most favorite parts of the book. I just really, really love um, what I had to say about affirmations, (laughs) which sounds kind of um, silly, but I've gotten a lot of feedback on this particular method, um, writing down affirmations from so many different women saying like, oh my gosh, the way that you pitched it and suggested to write affirmations, how to like approach them is really, really powerful. So that's why I want to share this particular section Um, with you. So without further ado, let's dive in. Method number seven, writing down affirmations. Writing down affirmations is another fantastic and popular journaling method, especially for ambitious women. Davis, an expert on well-being technology, claims that, quote, affirmations are statements that we say to ourselves that can shift our minds in ways that can make us feel better about ourselves and our lives, end quote. When we write down affirmations, we're emotionally supporting ourselves and doing internal work to both help us reach our goals and appreciate where we're at in the present. Specifically, affirmations also help us with negative thoughts, limiting beliefs, change, attracting abundance, optimism, manifesting, high vibrational energy, self-love, and self-esteem. Basically, writing down affirmations is a wonderful tool for self-empowerment. They're short and simple sentences that can be impactful for anyone, but particularly for ambitious women who want to work on themselves as they pursue their goals and dreams. Affirmations can help us cultivate a positive mindset, develop a new belief system, and rewrite negative stories that do not serve us. For example, if you're struggling with confidence, you might consider writing down an affirmation like, I'm confident and capable because I can figure things out. If you are anything like me, writing out sentences like this is super uncomfortable. So much so that your inner critic might hiss whisper to you, this is extremely lame of you. However, (laughs) when we write out affirmations like this, we're doing crucial unconditioning work to rid ourselves of negative thoughts. As Jen Sincero says in her book, You're a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life, quote, 
Our thoughts become our words, our words become our beliefs, our beliefs become our actions, our actions become our habits, and our habits become our realities, unquote. Our thoughts are unbelievably powerful, and honestly, they're running the show. So when we take the time to write down affirmations, we're doing the intentional work to rewire our brains with more empowering positive thoughts that can prompt us to take action toward our goals and dreams. Now, I'm not saying that we can't take action without affirmations, but if we've got a judgmental conga line in our head screaming, you can't do this, as we work toward our goals, we might very well quit when the road gets bumpy or complicated. Think about it this way. If a marigold can't grow in toxic soil, how can we possibly expect to live a life that excites us if the environment in our head is a toxic wasteland of negativity and self-doubt? Exactly. The other thing about affirmations is that they require us to look inside of ourselves rather than to look outside to unearth that wealth of power and potential within. Of course, seeking wisdom or affirmations from others is important because it can provide us with perspectives we don't have and it can inspire us to keep going when we hit a bump in the road. But at the end of the day, that person, author, or podcast we turn to for inspiration and perspective can't bring our dreams and goals into fruition for us. Only we can do that, and affirmations are a great place to start. As always, there's no right or wrong way to write down an affirmation, but I've found that they're the most effective if they're honest. In other words, it's not just enough to write down a positive sentence about our capabilities, bodies, or dreams. No, we've got to believe what we write down. Here are some concrete strategies we can use to believe our affirmations. Number one, we can honor the process by respecting the transient nature of where we're at right now rather than just focusing on the outcome. For instance, maybe you don't actually believe that you're a confident and capable woman, so you write down, I am open to believing that I am a confident and capable woman. By phrasing the affirmation that way, it suggests that we will work on making this statement an authentic belief. Number two, we can pair our affirmation with intentions. For example, you may write, To be a confident and capable woman, I intend to show up with authentic energy. By stating the goal, which is the affirmation, with the type of energy it will take, the intention, we can work on embodying the type of person we need to be to live out that desired affirmation. And number three, we can look for evidence in our lives that confirms our affirmations. Start by writing down, I am open to believing that I am a confident and capable woman. Then, directly underneath that sentence, make a list of moments from your life that confirm the belief that you want to have about yourself. For instance, you could flip through your memories to find times that you did feel confident or capable and then list those moments underneath the affirmation. If there's no evidence, you then must make the evidence through taking small actions to confirm the affirmation. Think of it as a challenge to become who you say you want to be. Full disclosure, I have struggled a lot with affirmations because I have trouble believing them. In fact, for a while, I avoided them entirely because I felt like a liar or like I was being too brazen or narcissistic. However, through using a combination of the three strategies above, I've become more intentional about my thinking and how I show up to my life and goals. Affirmations no longer make me feel like an imposter. They're just another tool for self-empowerment. To show you, here's an example from my journal. Affirmations. Number one, I am a capable writer. I have a PhD in English. I've been writing for years and I've written lots of stuff successfully. Number two, I believe in my ability to finish this book. 
I've written this book length, I've written a book length project before. When it's aligned, I follow through. And number three, I'm open to believing that I can balance my hormones. I'm doing good things for them. I doubt because I sometimes make contrary decisions, but I'm working on it. As you can see from the affirmations I just read to you, I'm a big fan of the aforementioned third strategy, which is to glean evidence that bolsters my belief in the affirmation. Throughout the writing of this book, my nasty critic would constantly throw non-serving thoughts in front of me, such as, you're not a good writer, or you can't really write a book, etc. When you're doing something that's big and scary and aligned, your brain can be quite the jerk. So to remind myself that I totally could write the book you're holding, I'd write down an affirmation and gather evidence to support it, which made all the difference in my old noggin. After using this affirmational method, the doubt that would seep in like a cumbersome fog on the moors of Britain would dissipate and I'd keep going. Of course, this doesn't happen overnight, but with enough practice, it gets easier. I also use the first strategy of affirmations, which is to honor the transient nature of where you're at in the process. This is the strategy I use when I'm feeling uncertain, insecure, or disbelieving in myself. As you can see, there's a part of me that's thinking, come on, hormones, balance out. Are you ever going to balance out? Please? Knowing that this nasty thought pops up a lot and that I do have some serious doubts as to when I'll get into a maintenance phase of hormone health, I feel more empowered by using the first strategy. Even though I'm not there yet and I still have some doubts, I'm reminding myself that I can get there if I keep going. Not only that, but there's also plenty of evidence that I'm doing what I can to get there. When we write affirmations, we're doing the intentional work to build belief in ourselves so that we can start and finish our goals. It's not always easy, but it's worth it. Now you try. And there you have it, my friend. That is one of my favorite sections in my book, The Power Within Her Guide to Journaling. I really love affirmations. Affirmations, especially when paired with evidence, like I read to you um, just a little bit ago, (laughs) is one of the most powerful ways that I use affirmations and have used them in the past and continue to use them. It's really that idea of making a bold statement of who you want to be, who you're becoming, and then pairing it with all of the evidence. And if you don't have the evidence, going out there into the world to make the evidence, right? So all of that said, happy freaking birthday, happy anniversary, all of the celebratory things (laughs) to the Power Within Her Guide to Journaling. I cannot even tell you how grateful I am, how excited I am that This was my first book and that it was met with so much love and so much support. It just truly means the absolute world to me. The absolute world to me. And to this day, it remains one of the most fulfilling and rewarding things I have written because I was able to write it in community with other women. Maybe even you, right? Maybe you were one of the many women sliding into my DMs on Instagram saying, Megan, that's so cool that you journal, but I don't know how I get stuck in all of these ways. Like, what can I do? How can I journal, right? If it wasn't for women like you, or maybe even you specifically, asking me how to journal, this book would not exist. And that's why it was so rewarding because I was writing, I was using my ability as a writer, my talent as a writer my gift as a storyteller to solve problems like actual problems that women were having when it came to journaling and that's why I just love this book I will be forever grateful that this was my first book and it was born 
from such a good place and with such good intentions and it's made an actual difference in the lives of women. So thank you so much um, for being here, for tuning into the podcast, for buying the book if you did buy it because you're not just supporting Um, me and empowering yourself you're also supporting and empowering another woman out there because with my very first book here and honestly with a bunch of future projects that I want to put into the world as well I want to have a kickback component so whenever you buy power within her guide to journaling you are supporting a young woman in high school who's applying to college because um, part of the proceeds to the book go into a scholarship fund that I've created for young women to apply to college because that stuff is expensive <laughs> and it can become a um oh like like a preventative thing for some young women who can't financially afford to apply to college or can't afford to apply to certain colleges because that fee is so freaking expensive. So you're not just empowering yourself, you're empowering another young woman out there and creating an empowerment web, which is just a thing of dreams for me. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for purchasing the book if you are able. I love you. I am so grateful for you and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.